Good afternoon. Good morning. My name is Andrew Chapdos here with my cousin, Alexa Lavoie from Quebec. How are you, Alexa? I'm good. And you? <laughs> I'm good. It's finally nice to be on the show with you. Rebel News Daily live streams. You can send us paid chats on Rumble as Rumble Rants, Odyssey, and Super U, all of paid chat functions as well as we're live on Getter and Twitter. We'll have to probably get off YouTube at some point when things get too controversial, Alexa. What's on your mind today? How are you feeling? Yeah, how I'm feeling. I'm feeling exhausted to finish like this free full months of Freedom Convoy, but it's not finished. Uh, people need to understand that so much is going on, like the consequences of everything. It's uh, it's like a tornado right now. Yes, and the, the leader or one of the leaders, Tamara Litch, is in court right now for her bail hearing. Um, I'm hearing weird things like she arrived in shackles and they were ordered to be taken off of her and the crown and the um, <clears throat> and the police didn't want to do it because she's so very dangerous, obviously. So it's obviously a little weird there acting like how much of a hardened criminal and a threat she is. I believe we've been following um, a lawyer, David Anber, on Twitter, who's live tweeting the event. If we want to pull up a few of his stuff, a few of his tweets right now, we can read some of them so everybody can get an up-to-date look at what's going on there do we have that okay we'll have that up in a second alexa what did you think you interviewed her very early on and uh some of the other trucker members what did you think um when you first saw them getting arrested did you think they'd be in jail for this long what did you think the charges might be did you think they might get unfair treatment alexa I would say, like, first of all, Tamara, Tamara Lynch, she's mm -hmm. not, she, she's not like a criminal. Like, maybe her crime was uh, to have back her freedom and to help other people to get back uh, and have their freedom back. Um, she's really a sweet lady, and uh, and I actually, I would never think that she would be arrested. Uh, for as long as she is right now and deny bail as well. But when we look at other, uh, who was the organizer are back home and she's still in jail, her. I, her crime was what? To create a Go GoFundMe to help the trucker with their fee. Um, I just don't understand why, why she's still in jail right now and she's still fighting for having just a bail out of it. Mm -hmm. Let's it's bring not the, even like a trial. <laughs> no, exactly. We're just fighting for bail right now, or they're just fighting for bail. Excuse me. Um, judge orders shackles to remove. This is what I was talking about from Lich, as she does not pose a safety risk. Police didn't want to, and Crown, after the fact, agreed with defense request, but it's been ordered. Um, like, just to bring her out in shackles. First of all, why are there no cameras in this courtroom? I don't understand why this isn't done more often in Canada. Um, where we'd publicize trials. I mean, we saw the Rittenhouse trial and the George Floyd trials all on camera. Um, Lich is now testifying. She's, you want to click on this one? Lich is I, now testifying. Actually, I, She's I, I adopted just... her affidavit filed from this hearing, attesting to being suitable candidate for release. Now the Crown is cross-examining her in order to try and discredit her and the affidavit. What were you going to say, Alexa? Uh, it's just because I was listening in the uh, trial um, just just before, uh, and they they actually tried to find the small small thing to try to discredit her, to to try to find some 
I don't know if I can talk actually from <laughs> what they were saying, but um, they, they are talking to really non-important thing to try to find some uh, place where she's lying. But uh, the fact is she's, she's not lying. What she was saying is like all the truth. But it's it just so, so funny that they, they used to try to own the food that they were consuming. You know, really, really small, specific thing, and and I think that is just unappropriated. But I'm all, not the the lawyer. All of our reporters who are on the ground there, including yourself, have good things to say about her. Um, of course, everybody has conspiracies that other people work for the government. They don't think that about her. She seems to be a normal person, and they're putting her in solitary confinement. I believe producer Efron told me because she's unvaccinated, so she can't be around the rest of the pr prison population or the jail population, whichever one it is. So they're really treating her as if she's some sort of hardened criminals. And of course, we can look back at other people who've committed crimes and seen the treatment of them. If you want to go back as far as the Humboldt Bronco bus c crash, even though that's an accident, um, you can go back to the person just recently who tried to run over a protester in Alberta, I think it was. Uh, they were okay for bail. You get so many people pol for political reasons who are allowed to be given bail uh, no matter what their charge is. And somebody who is trying to give some people their rights back or protesting for their rights is not given bail, put in shackles um, and treated like they're an enemy of the state. And maybe from Justin Trudeau and the liberal and NDP point of view, Alexa, she is an enemy of the state. So is it that surprising that they want to uh, that they want to treat the person who they think has done the worst thing in the world? Is it surprising that they want to treat her this way? I'm not really surprising. Uh, she where she was able to raise almost ten ten million of dollars to go against almost the narrative of the government. So for everybody who tried to go against the narrative of our government, are criminal right now. Well, at least apparently, look like. yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's probably why. Now, when you were up there, did you? Fine, and I was asking Lincoln Jay about this yesterday on my show. Did you get the feeling as time went on that the government was really trying to turn this into making the protesters look like criminals? Did you see any reflection between what the government was saying and the people on the ground? Did it make them feel like they were being treated as criminals? Or did everybody sort of act the same the whole time? Or did the government's opinion and the news, CBC and CTV, did that make the feeling change while you were there? But I would say that most of the people who were on the ground didn't listen like the mainstream or didn't listen like the press conference. They were there for a reason and they were there whatever they were saying on them and they, they know that they cannot they most of the time they say that we are not trusting the mainstream so why we are going to watch them um, so the ambience didn't change for the the almost three weeks that the supporter and the trucker were there, they were all really close, lovely and peaceful, and they were helping each other, whatever they say that they were criminal or ter like terrorists or whatever. But the thing is like for the government and so the politician or mainstream since the beginning, same before the first day arrive on the 29th, um, 
the campaign of discreditation of the movement have already started. So I don't think it makes a difference through the day because it was the same narrative about them. And it was just putting more and more and more discreditation on them to try to to make them look like uh, bad people and violent people and racist people. And uh, I can say more bad name, but yeah. it would be like the same <laughs> same result. Uh, how is the French media portraying this? Because the reason I ask is because the Bloc Québécois voted with the Conservative Party when it came time to vote for the Emergencies Act and ending it two different times. Bloc Québécois voted against it. So I'm wondering how the French media portrayed this if the governing party of Quebec was against the use of the Emergencies Act. But I would say that, first of all, I think Mr. Legault was not really for the Emergencies Act. Um, so it's our premier. So probably it's, probably if François Blanchet had actually joined a little bit our premier in Quebec to say that it reflects what the Québécois wants. But, um, but I didn't really follow mo much more what was in the politics because in the ground it was like always... Uh, keeping eye open and uh, following the news. So it's just right now that I'm actually reading a little bit more about it. But I know that, um, yeah, the Premier of Quebec uh, said that it was not really justified. I think uh, it was not necessary to use the Emergencies Act. So um, I think uh, because if Francois, Francois Blanchet, uh, I've always said that it was reflecting the Quebecois at the federal level. So it's probably why you say that it was not necessary to use the emergency act. But um, as you say, he joined the conservative for it. Sorry, I didn't follow that part. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. They voted alongside them twice. And the, the reasons they gave in the House of Commons was because they didn't think it was necessary. They wanted to see some sort of negotiation first. I just thought it was interesting, given that Quebec had the harshest lockdowns, and now they're kind of separating themselves from the Liberal Party in the sense that they're really condemning everybody. Um, and Quebec had, as you're fully aware, um, restrictions and curfews and everything like that. And then all of a sudden they don't agree with Justin Trudeau condemning these same people that they seem to be against. But the bloc always has to throw a curveball and I don't know why and, <laughs> and show that they have some sort of power to swing a vote. It's very interesting. Uh, where do you see um, the people going in terms of this? Uh, do the people of Quebec, do you think, are they ready for everything to be lifted? Is everything lifted yet? Do we have dates for that sort of stuff? Like we just uh, got rid of our vaccine mandate here and they're saying the mask uh, rules will be gone in a couple of weeks. What's it looking like in Quebec? Can I move to Ontario? <laughs> we want to move away from here too. So it's step one, I guess. Oh, yeah. I think step one for me would be Ontario because okay. you have more freedom right now than us. Uh, for us right now, it's only for the SAQ and the big surface shop that the like Costco, Walmart, uh, the vaccine passport have been lifted. But I don't, I still don't understand because what the the vaccine passport was there for what two weeks, three weeks. So uh, I don't see really. Uh, the scientist point of view <laughs> of it. Um, but uh, right now they are talking about the 14th of March, but I think it has been postponed 
uh, they are thinking that maybe they would be postponed because I'm not sure they will remove it for real. Um, because uh, we received so much promises from uh, Premier Legault that at the end he, he changed the date uh, last minute uh, or changed all the rules last minute. So I will see when I, it will happen, but I'm not believing any promises right now from uh, coming from our government. Um, we, cannot, we cannot trust any no. word that what he say. Because they say, oh, we will not put in place uh, a curfew. Oh, we will use the curfew. Uh, oh, we will not uh, use this. Uh, like they, they, they were talking like, oh, we just put in place uh, the vaccine passport for a certain amount of time. Oh, and after that, it was more longer. And afterwards, it were implemented everywhere. And I, we cannot trust it at all. It's what. I agree. And I don't know why they can't give a date yet in Ontario either for the mask mandates. They're saying a couple weeks, just a little bit longer. I don't know why they can't just give a date. I don't know why they couldn't have done it as soon as the vaccine passport was lifted. But here we are. And still in Toronto, uh, mainly, there are places like the Toronto Zoo, which is taxpayer funded, I believe, which are continuing the vaccine passport. I don't know if there's an article we have about that that we can throw up. But uh, one of their reasons was because we don't want to infect the animals of the zoo, Alexa. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that's a good enough reason. I mean, obviously, mostly you're going to have children going out there with their parents. Children aren't very at risk. We have to be careful, of course, on YouTube, what we say. But um, what does this say? Well, as of March 1st, the Ontario government is lifting the, the requirement uh, for certain businesses under the regulations. Um, Toronto Zoo will continue <laughs> to be, you know, enforcing the vaccine passport, which is very interesting. Um, I don't know why you would do this. I don't know why there's, it, to me, Alexa, it's somebody who works there, maybe the president of it or something like that, that says that is a very political stance and they say no. But I guess everything is political like this now. And, um, you know, maybe they found out that some of the animals were Russian and they have to kick them out. And who knows? <laughs> well, let's, let's transition to a bit of that because people are complaining because John Tory, the mayor of Toronto, was out marching with Ukrainian protesters yesterday, which is now protesting is now OK again. We can now it, it's now an approved thing again once it's for something the yeah. government likes. Um, Nobody's going to be arrested or called a terrorist for that. Can we? Do we have footage for that? Of course, he's wearing his mask. Um, uh, uh. So this is blocking the street, obviously. So it's okay to block the street when the government agrees with what you're protesting. That's that's pretty yeah. much that's pretty much where we're at. This is what why when I grew up, you're supposed to protest. Anything protesting is allowed as long as it's peaceful, you know, but now it's become the case that um, It's only what the government approves of and I noticed that somebody wrote a blog about the last time I talked on a live stream about um, The Canadian Charter of Rights and Freedoms and the right to protest and everything and that person wasn't very smart And they thought that I don't they don't realize that I talk about the fact that we have that part of the uh, the Charter of Rights and Freedoms all the time that uh, there's that part that says that you they can take away the rights whenever they see fit for for you know safety reasons but 
mm-hmm. if we're saying the pandemic isn't over, which I know John Tory isn't, there's or he's saying it isn't over. I know he's not saying that we can go back to normal. That's why he's wearing a mask outside. Why is it okay to walk ne- uh, next to each other in a crowded area? Uh, I don't understand the logic here. Why is it okay uh, for him to go outside in a, in a group of people, masked or not? if everything else can't open up completely without masks. So he should be condemned. If he was consistent, he'd be condemning the person next to him for not wearing a mask, but he's not going to do that, Alexa. What do you think about this whole situation? How much do you want to get into the whole Ukraine-Russia situation, Alexa? You tell me. Uh, for me, like, yeah, I just, <laughs> just like the pandemic, I'm just like taking another, like, uh, side so now it's not a pandemic because mm-hmm. now we don't talk about uh, super spreader event or anything else it's it's not about health anymore it's like now it's about the war the war <laughs> is there so every focus i've just turned to another side and now it's just like instead of being like you know oh, vaccine and covid and now it's like word and flag of uh, yellow and blue and just like uh, you know you know what is going on like n- right now they are banning they want to ban the uh russian vodka on the acq like ulcbo the liquor store and and now the people who have a shop that is writing poutine for the poutine the, the meal they they have actually remove it for writing french gravy and cheese i was like really it's going as far as that. Yeah, it's going. <laughs> they're basically applying everything that they did to unvaccinated people, all these rules of, of making them other and not wanting to work with them. They're applying that to Russia now. Now, I'm not saying go support Russia and Vladimir Putin. Obviously, he's not good. I'm not going to say support Ukraine either. I don't agree with either government. I really don't agree with what Ukraine, uh, their, their president says, and all this propaganda they're constantly putting out. I get it. They're in a war. My point is, is I'm not going to go out and support both sides just because it's the trend thing to do. Uh, putting your flat, the Ukraine Ukrainian flag in your name or the pin is the new BLM black square. It's the new, you know, um, whatever you want, the raised fist support, uh, the rainforest, whatever it is. That's the new thing. That's the media is going to jump all over it because they need ratings. But um, for for me to just go along with all this, it's just not going to happen. It makes me very suspicious, Alexa, that this is just the mm-hmm. new thing that all of a sudden the conservative party wants to bring over all these Ukrainian refugees. And what I was going to get to was the fact that we're now otherizing anyone involved with Russian stuff, just like they did with COVID stuff or with vaccination stuff. Mm-hmm. So now yeah. they, they want to kick them out of the Olympics. They're kicking them out of the World Cup. They're kicking the soccer teams out of international tournaments in Europe, which doesn't make any sense to me. I don't know what kicking out a soccer team has to do with the government of the Ukraine. And now, I don't know if you can find an article on this, producer, but Wayne Gretzky, I read, is calling for the Russian team to be pulled out of the World Junior Championships and um, double IHF competition, which is the International Something Hockey Federation. And to my response to this is you're now you're punishing literal children. The World Juniors is 17, 18 year olds. If you're lucky, you got a couple superstar 16 year olds. Same with the Olympics. You can have 16 and 17 year olds in the Olympics. 
In soccer, it's going to be rare that you have a 17-year-old, but that's not the point. The point is you're punishing literal children who are trying to make a name for themselves and get a career in hockey in the biggest international tournament of the year, the World Juniors, where it usually is Canada, Russia, United States, Sweden, those four countries, sometimes Finland, Czech Republic, you know what I'm saying? where they push mm -hmm. themselves on an international stage and they get contracts in the NHL or they get contracts in Europe. And now you're telling these children that because of what their government does, they shouldn't be able to work or play. Now, imagine if Russia did that to Americans, um, let's say 10 years ago or over the war in Afghanistan or something. There's a lot of players that play hockey from North America and other countries in Russia, basketball is another sport, and soccer. What if they just said, we're kicking you guys all out because we don't agree with America's involvement in Libya or Afghanistan? Of course, you might say that's their right to do so, but this is the standard we're now going to apply to everything. If the government that you come from, from the country you come from, does something that this country doesn't like, that Joe Biden doesn't like, or Trudeau doesn't like, you can no longer work. And I think we just lost Alexa, but you can no- Oh, sorry. Oh, oh, that's Not okay, yet. she's back. <laughs> if the government that you come from does something that our government doesn't like, you can no longer work. And the second thing is, what about China? What does China oh, have to sorry. do what does China have to do to be cut off from the world like that? China has concentration camps. They have terribly low wages. They, they, uh, they kidnap people who disagree with them. They invade Taiwan, um, Tibet. They colonize African countries. They do all of these things. And Russia, you don't have to agree with what they're doing. They're involved in a conflict with a neighboring country. Bad. But what does China have to do to get these same treatment from America or Western countries. When have Chinese, you know, athletes ever been kicked out of anything by America? I'd like to know. When have, have Chinese businesses been kicked out? When have people? When did people start, you know, destroying, you know, uh, Chinese products in response to something China has done? It's because, in my opinion. The financial ties in America to Russia are very, e you can very easily wipe your hands of them and there's not going to be a big effect on this side of the border or on this side of the hemisphere. If you start cutting off Chinese things and all of a sudden a lot of businesses are going to be, uh, you know, underhanded, they're going to be losing a lot of their infrastructure, they're going to be losing a lot of their supply chain. It's so easy to do something like this against Russia because it's the fashionable thing to do, Alexa, and because it's something that doesn't cost them a lot of money. Now, having said that, America doubled their crude oil imports from Russia last year. It's only up to 3% of their total imports, but still, while they're banning everything from Russia and while they're condemning Russia and supporting Ukraine, they're still saying, hey, your oil's good enough, but uh, your vodka is not. And meanwhile, let's bring in everything from China. Meanwhile, Trump had harsher sanctions on Russia. And now all of a sudden, it's just the most convenient thing. And I don't know what the, the meaning behind it all is. It all seems suspicious. You can go back to Hunter Biden and Joe Biden with their dealings in, in the Ukraine. You can go by, uh, back to Ukraine bombing their uh, the rebels, the Russian-speaking people that live in Ukraine and are on Russia's side. You can go to this pipeline that Russia wanted to uh, put into Germany that got stopped because of this. There's so many angles. And Alexa, I just don't believe it. You're going to have to try harder 
to make me believe something like this. When the government, mm-hmm. when the government the next day is wearing Ukrainian pins and marching down the street and they're talking about it in the State of the Union within 24 hours of all this stuff and I'm supposed to be just following this, you're going to have to try harder than that, Alexa. For me, just like it's, it's just too big. Again, as, as we always are, something too big and would take too much space. And, and, and we see that everybody have the same narrative again. Mm-hmm. It's something that's something is going on. You cannot just have one narrative on something. You need to have at least a debate or seeing both sides of the story to make your mind being able to judge what is right and what is wrong. And who is the good and who is the wrong? Or maybe both is wrong. Maybe both have a good point. But we cannot see it because on what is showing right now is just one side. Russian is a bad person and follow the Ukrainian one. That is, it's, it's, it's mostly like children, like figure, but it's, it's, it's what is, is showing to us. And, and, and on the fact is for me, like putting as well, like the citizen of the country that we don't agree with and we don't like, we punish them too, because we put, we say your government is, is wrong, but you, all of you are wrong too. And we will punish the citizens that are actually not, uh, it's not their fault at the end. Uh, but we will punish all of you for what your governments do because we are not agreeing with it. And it's actually, we are finishing like your country, all of your country. Uh, it's just something it's, uh, I don't agree with it. Yeah, it's, it's like I said, it, I think it's making people agree with something by force, just like they did with vaccination. You don't. You must disavow the unvaccinated and you must disavow Vladimir Putin or else you're a bad person. What I also find interesting is why Ukraine and Russia. There's so many conflicts around the world and there's never this whole movement to support it. What about Sudan or yet the Yemenis people? Mm-hmm. So much terrorism going on in those countries. What about Hong Kong? That's a big one. Um, there was never this huge global uh, push in support of Hong Kong when uh, China was going against them. And even more closely, when Russia rolled their tanks into the country of Georgia, we didn't see a reaction like this. We didn't see Georgian pins. I think it's because of political and uh, financial corruption involved with Ukraine and the United States. And NATO. And NATO. NATO is, um, uh, is there. It's, it's, uh, they, uh, NATO was not supposed to go in the east. And uh, NATO went to the east. So, um, And NATO is not... Uh, Ukraine is not the country that take part of NATO as well. So why NATO is there? <laughs> because well, Ukraine say accidentally, uh, oh, I'm really open to join NATO. <laughs> yes. But oh. if it was like Russia that say, oh, I'm open to join NATO, what would be like the narrative? <laughs> they would say, no, of course not. That's not allowed. Um... <laughs> I want to show some clips from the uh, State of the Union address from last night, and I want to encourage everybody to give us their opinion on the paid chats, on Rumble Rants, on Odyssey Hyper Chats, and Super U Shouts, I believe it's called. 
And if you want to go ahead and tip us on Twitter, you can as well. And we'll read your comments about Ukraine and Russia on air. What do you think? Are we completely wrong? Should we be supporting Ukraine? Should we be boycotting all these Russian people? Let mm-hmm. us know. And I also noticed, Alexa, that you're wearing a Rebel News hat and possibly sweater as well. Okay, can we bring up the store? This is a great promotional segue <laughs> to promote the rebelnewsstore.com. Uh, we've got producers in the back typing away, not paying attention to us. No, they're just on the ball. Just kidding. Um, I, I ordered my uh, truck, uh, fringe minority truck uh, outlet. I'm pretty excited to have it. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted one of the hats. Um, Julian store guy, if you're watching, send me my hats, please. <laughs> rebelnewstore.com I like uh, I seriously the, the mm-hmm. uh, it's nice when it's nice when it's, I saw a lot of people uh, wearing some uh, rebel uh, news uh, yeah it's, it's the shirt there the fringe minority with on it it's so beautiful yeah you look like you just one. stepped out of a photo shoot for <laughs> Rebel News, Alexa. Like you have a closet where you just close the door and immediately open it and you're in Rebel <laughs> News gear. So you can go to that. You can use a promo exactly. code Andrew10 <laughs> if you want to get uh, 10% off at checkout. I'm sure you can use Alexa10. Everybody's first name with a 10 after, depending on who you like. Obviously, you like us French people the most. I might be more French than you, Alexa. I'm sorry to let you know. My family's been here for 300 years. Um, so I am, the, I'm taking over as the chief reporter for Quebec from now on. Whatever, yeah. fine. The comedy is not translating. We're getting, <laughs> we're getting crickets over here. I'm going to have to add in the laughter later. Uh, let's bring up, <laughs> let's uh, bring up the state of the union stuff. Joe Biden making stupid mistakes. He's old. He doesn't know where he oh, is. Yeah. Um, do we have the clip of him saying, I think he says Iranian or Uranian or something like that. I was watching it and I was, and if you, if you clue in, if you click on halfway through, you have no idea what he's saying. It does. It, the, he can't speak in consistent sentences that it makes sense. I, I tried to tune in and I didn't understand what he was saying. Do we have any clips ready? Okay, let's uh, throw something up now. Putin may circle Kiev with tanks, but he'll never gain the hearts and souls of the Iranian people. He'll never, he'll never extinguish their love of freedom. <laughs> and he will never, never weaken the resolve of the free world. Putin may circle Kiev with The Iranian with people. He's a brilliant man. Now, there is another. <laughs> You're looking very confused, Alexa. Yeah, I think he. Uh, oh, my God. That was kind of a mistake, huh? Just a bit of one. Imagine if Trump. You yeah. can always go back. Imagine if Trump said anything like that by accident. They say he's telling the truth. He's telling what he really feels. Um, and then there is this weird one where Nancy Pelosi is rubbing her hands together. It looked like a meme in itself. I think I sent you guys that one as well. Um, one of the most confusing things I thought was at the end of the speech, he said, um, God bless you and go get him. God save our troops and go get him. Yeah, this is really weird. This creeps me out. Let's let it play again. I don't know if she was going to start clapping, but. I've been in and out of Iraq and Afghanistan. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, that's somebody yeah, laughing. But it's really weird. It's no... Uh, remember when she... Last time when Trump did the State of the Union, she 
pre-ripped the paper so she could stand up and rip it in the background. Nobody made any big uh, political statements last night. Did you get a chance to watch any of that, Alexa? Uh, no, I was actually <laughs> trying to finish one one of my uh, my report on the convoy. Yeah, I tried to uh, make a. a uh, it's 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 a lot of job. Huh? Uh, have you been there? <laughs> um, the convoys? No, I haven't been. Wow, shots fired, oh. Alexa. Wow, <laughs> she's really going after me today. Um, yeah. <laughs> Go and get him. <laughs> yeah, go and get him. Can we uh, can we show that one? Wow, Alexa, I thought you'd be nicer to me. One America, the United States of America. God bless you all, and may God protect our troops. Thank you. Go get him. Okay. Nobody knows uh, what that means. An and then and I watched right after that, and everybody shaking Joe Biden's hand after that was at least 100 years old. It, it was it was just a, a who's who of who's who. You know, Maxine Waters and um, people from the squad and Nancy Pelosi and all these other people who, who really they've served their time and they should no longer be there. And you really got a good look, Alexa, of the, the people that are running the country straight into the ground. And it's people that don't care. They've been there for so long, they just want to collect their money. And I think that's what most of this is about. Uh, putting stuff in place that's just going to make the money. Now, they say you can't trust any politician, and I agree. But when they put through these bills, like the stuff that he announced last night, I don't I don't believe that there's anything good that they want to do. When I hear that they want to they want to institute a new bill or a new program, it's all I hear is I want to give my friends money. And that and that's generally what we're getting at here in Canada. Um, every time a new bill comes out in Ontario and we don't have any money, mm -hmm. we're, we're very far in debt. It's who's getting the money this time, whether it's the, uh, the electric car plants or it's subsidies for building a new hospital and nothing ever changes. We never have more beds. I start to think that everything is just putting money in people's pockets. And now. Uh, yeah. Uh -oh. <laughs> <laughs> You just realized that? <laughs> no, Lex, I'm just commenting on it because I want to transition to cut her feet. She's giving me a tough time today. Um, I want to transition to the new legislation that the liberals want to put through for more gun control, which I was reading earlier today. I don't know how much of that you got to read, but they basically want to go further with their gun restrictions. And this guy, Marco Mendocino, um, is promising this will stop gun crime in Canada. So what they're doing is they want to ban more high-capacity magazines. The limit's already 10. I don't know how much more you can, you can go. I guess you could go to two, two bullets per magazine. And another thing they want to do is they want to empower, just like they did with the vaccine passports, they don't want to be responsible for it, but they want to empower provinces to ban handguns, and they will give them a billion dollars to do that. They also want to do a mandatory buybacks, which means, of course, confiscate uh, more of your guns that are on the list, and they will add more of it. And you can see right here in the CTV article, they call it um, guns that they just deem to be assault-style weapons, which, of course, has no definition. 
um, because they can't define it because mechanically it's the same. So they just have to make a list of guns for them to ban that uh, scare them. And Alexa, I don't know how much pushback we're going to get in this country from something like this, whether it's from the conservative party or not, because at this point, I feel like two thirds of the country will just go along with whatever we're doing. Do you agree with that? But I, I think, like, first of all, why putting, again, more the regulation for guns? We have already some regulation uh, you need to be registered. But that would just provoke the fact that, okay, how you would deal with that? Are you going to search all the uh, private residents for if the people have guns or not? That would just create a black market of it. And that would be actually worse if they put kind of law on, on so, and I think it's not a good idea for me, but for now, I have the impression that we don't have any opposition, so probably the law will will pass. If the emergencies pa- act pass, <laughs> do you think that will pass? Yes. I think so. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's the reason why people in the United States are against you know, um, federal background checks is a part in terms of get, put, getting your name put on a list or a gun registration list because what people fear happening is what will probably happen here. If you don't give back your guns, then the government has a list of people that own these guns because you have to register everything and then they will come to your house and they will charge you and they will take your guns away from you. Uh, keeping Canadians safe from uh, gun violence um, you know, at least a couple of those look like they're airsoft guns to me. <laughs> a pink gun and everything. Um, I never saw that. Yeah, I don't think that, uh, I don't think we have much opposition in this uh, country. And I don't think anybody but the people of Alberta and maybe Saskatchewan will stand up against it. Everybody else in the country will just say, oh, you know, guns are bad. Let's just go ahead and keep getting rid of them. And then they'll throw out some statistics like in Australia. Oh, there wasn't, they got rid of guns in Australia and there's no more school shootings, but forget about the rest of crime. That's fine. We don't have any rights there, but um, I know I, my my um, enthusiasm for this country is at an all-time low, Alexa. Do you feel it? Uh, I, I'm not believing anymore in <laughs> everything that's going on here. Um, but I would say more, probably we should have some guns like U- Ukrainian people that when some part is falling in the TV. Have you seen that one? Yes. Like, Let's the, bring up the, some the of those. <laughs> yeah, the guy whose uh, magazine is not in. I don't know why. His gun probably isn't working is why, or else it would just snap into place. <laughs> There's been so many people caught, or just images used, frankly, of uh, fake imagery. We have the guy who's whose mag- gun magazine falls out they're they're promoting this um i think she was a model or an actress or something and she was using airsoft guns yeah. um they had the picture of the two guys using cardboard weapons was another one i can keep there's the two cardboard guys <laughs> or wooden excuse me <laughs> and like fox news is it, it it gives me a really it makes me sad that none of these people look at the actual images that they're portraying. There is also another yeah. video of a woman yelling at a Russian soldier. There's a video of a child running, yelling at a soldier that is uh, actually a Palestinian. There's a clip of Anderson Cooper that people are circulating that's from um, 
uh, I think 2018, there was a building explosion that's from was actually from a gas explosion that people used. So the excuse that people use, in my opinion, is that it's a time of war. There's always going to be propaganda, and of course that's um, that's true. But these are the same news companies that will always say, you know, there's so much misinformation and disinformation out there. Meanwhile, they're tweeting out a picture of a guy who's a comedian photoshopped onto a fighter pilot, the ghost of Kiev. It's the most uh, the most classic wartime propaganda to say that there's some mysterious fighter pilot who's killed a whole bunch of people. I think that's been used in every single war. Yeah, probably. What else can we have to talk about here? As I bring up, um, I bring up our thread of topics. Want to throw something up on screen for us, you guys? Okay. So one of the articles that I've been seeing lately is um, MSNBC really pushing it. I believe that um, there's a war within within a war happening in Ukraine, and that's there. That's right. I'm. I'm a genius. A war within a war. <laughs> Transgender woman says transphobia and discriminatory laws keeping her hostage in Kiev during Russian invasion. To hell with your bombings and keeping your family safe. The real war here, the real story is that my transgender rights are not being properly recognized during this time of war. I don't care if your family gets bombed. You are not recognizing my, my pronouns. Uh, let me put on my glass. We'll read some of this. Or Alexa, you want to read some of this? Everybody loves when you read. It's actually blurry on my side. Okay, I'll do it then. I'll put on my old man glasses. Um, Z. Fumelu was born and raised in Crimea, an area of Ukraine that was invaded and taken over by Russia in 2014. Um, I don't recall actually wearing any Crimean pins during 2014. I don't recall any social media campaigns for Crimea, actually, so we're a little bit behind on that. So now the 31-year-old lives in Kiev, the capital city, has been under siege uh, for nearly a week. She's running out of food and hadn't left her house for days as gunfire erupts outside. Of course, that's sad. She can't leave. Um, but here's the real story. Famelu, who's, who's transgender, said that transphobia is pervasive in the city and neighboring countries and fears that if she leaves, the tensions of the ongoing conflict will make her more susceptible to violence. So, <coughs> excuse me, war, gunfire, bad, having to survive as a transgender person, worse, apparently. So, so things are going to be way worse because this person is transgender. You found like one of four transgender people in Ukraine, and this is what the story. This is a real war, Alexa. Do you think this is worthy of our focus? I know you do. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm really open minded on everything, and and but I think that is going out of the focus of what is. <laughs> going on right now it's like telling of uh, people here at the moment oh you are co continuing to protest against uh for your freedom when people are dying in the world or uh, like selfish you are i was like yeah but the um different fight uh different focus i don't know it just uh because something happened you need to completely like forget everything about it like i don't know it just uh this one is just maybe she oh my God. should have bring she should have probably bring it before the war because it's probably not appear in the same time of the war 
uh, it's probably something that is going on since a while. But why bring in that hub when you have a war? Just because all the focus is on what is going on there, that and there. So she say, oh, now is my moment to go out and talk about what is going on about transgender there. But why I don't think she... it's a good moment. Why didn't this person leave with the rest of them? They're saying that everybody else left their floor and left their building. I don't know why you would stay if you're not fighting. I don't know. But you're right. This is not a good time. This is, I don't know why this would be the time to bring it up. But I don't know. I guess people need a story. Um, I know something that we can get you riled up with. The World Economic Forum. I know Alexa Lavoie wants to talk about that. Um, <laughs> and the New World Order. There is a protest going on outside of... World Economic Forum's headquarters. Yes, they have headquarters all across the world. I don't know why they need one, but uh, maybe it's just a place you can go, like a, a hostel. Um, if you're part of the World Economic Forum, you can just go stay there <laughs> if you need a hotel room or something. But on Madison Avenue in New York City, there was a protest yesterday, and uh, I wrote an article about it. I think we can play some of the clips from it. Um, there's a group of activists that have been frequently uh, protesting in New York against... Uh, Justin Trudeau and his involvement with the World Economic Forum and stuff like that. And they've been making their voices known for a while now. And it's very interesting to me that finally, and I think we were talking about this before, Alexa, people are now starting to see that this is uh, out in the open. And I know people have been saying that for like 20 years. It's in your face. But uh, you see, there's a protest there. People like using the Canadian flag now for freedom, which is good. But um, Alexa, we were talking before this about how this was just the biggest conspiracy you could be part of before, and now it's basically mm -hmm. it's right out in the open. Do you think that it's going to start moving to something else now that everybody is aware of this stuff? Do you think that you know they start to shift away from the World Economic Forum and, and do their planning somewhere else? Yeah. So when you ju we just look like at the beginning, you know, just taking like the pandemic. When we, uh, people were telling, like, oh, it's going from a laboratory of UN, and that was a big conspiracy theory, but now it's actually a reality. Like, everybody are not denying anymore and say, like, yeah, it can. Mm -hmm. We never have really the real story because nobody uh, wants to um, go out of the out water. But I think uh, now that everybody is talking about it, and not only just the normal citizen, but as well mainstream media, uh, legacy media, and uh, some of the uh, politics. So it's something that is going on, and I think it will, it will develop on, on something else. Uh, more and more people will uh, talk about it, and, and, and we will have probably more information that's coming about it, too. It's, it's, what, it's my personal thought. There needs to be, I think, a new world leader in one of these countries that has a lot of power. That was the thing with Trump in power. It was hard for them to really sweep everything through because they didn't have America going along with them. But when you have Biden saying build back better, you got Justin Trudeau, Boris Johnson, and Australia, New Zealand all agreeing with everything at the same time, it's very easy to implement all this policy across the world at the same time. Mm -hmm. Now, what everybody thinks is coming next is some sort of large climate change policy that's going to have everybody staying at home again, working remotely, you know, reducing car emissions and, and, and taking cars off the road. And 
I don't know how quickly that's going to come. Joe Biden has um, stuff in his infrastructure bill that would tax um, uh, your car mileage every single time you go to work. Um, you can get like bent uh, bursaries for it and everything. But I think it's they're going to work it a little bit down the road because it's too soon because everybody's going to notice if it comes too close. I Hopefully they don't do it at all. But I think they're going to start slowly trickling out higher prices on gas, which we're seeing, and higher prices on all forms of energy, unless it's green energy. And I don't mean by green energy, more efficient, more environmentally friendly energy. I mean the green energy billionaires that stand to benefit from this, no matter what it might be. I don't know how you feel about that. Climate change. It's a, a, I want to say funny topic. Why? Because when I was in university, it was the topic of the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been almost 13, 14 years of that. We still talk about it, but nothing has been made for doing a changing on it. We still do the same thing as before. And suddenly, oh my God, we have no time anymore. We need to do something <laughs> like the crisis is there. Everybody would die. We don't have any like more... Uh, resources we and everybody is like making in panic that no no it's actually the same thing that's happened like in the recent past years um so they use another topic for change because everybody have now doesn't follow anymore the rule about the covid because they see that nobody is dying from it anymore and everybody is like getting through and so they say hmm Nobody's following anymore. What we can use? Oh, climate change. <laughs> um, there was an article <laughs> I was reading yesterday from the UN put out new um, climate change predictions and new climate change numbers. And I believe the new number is 13 years um, or 18 years, excuse me. So for by 2040, is there is their new uh, projection. And they're saying for every half a degree... And I, I could be off by a little bit, but for every half a degree, they're saying, you know, a large amount of people are going to die. They, ha- they haven't been too specific yet, but they're warning again, the UN scientists, that if we don't change course in 18 years now, everything's going to be irreversible, which of course, I thought it was supposed to be 2030 is when we needed to do it. But, and then 2050 net zero is what they're saying. But as we get closer to everything, they're changing. Yes, this is the article I was talking about. So a lot of doom and gloom in this, A whole, not a whole lot of substance as you go through this article. And I read this yesterday and they talk about the UN government panel on climate change report Monday. If human caused global warming is limited properly to a couple degree, thank you, that's better, a um, couple tenths of a degree uh, in Earth now struck regularly by deadly heat. Uh, I think that was up. Yep. Deadly heat, fires, floods, and drought in future decades will degrade in 127 ways, with some being potentially irreversible. So in 127 ways in 18 years, we could possibly destroy the Earth. And they don't even get into any specific numbers of, of to what are gonna, what's actually going to happen. No claims of any amounts of deaths, 
that they just say, you know, a tenth of a, de of a degree of a Celsius or two more degrees there or three to four degrees Fahrenheit, five times the floods, storms, droughts, heat waves. It's very nonspecific. And then they, they don't even stick to the scientists' opinions. They say, you know, climate activists are alarmed. Uh, the person we spoke to says this could be, uh, they called it, I think somewhere down there, they call it a, a death list or something like that, or a doomsday list. But, you know, I just want to, wanted to show you guys that they're constantly updating and now that they they've gone and updated their uh their threats on society for another 18 years um it seemingly never ends none of this stuff seems to come true and then they just come up with new things and i i prefer can I, go ahead can i show you this this was published on 1983 okay in a newspaper in quebec saying that if we follow what the prediction of the scientists about the climate change, uh, in 2000, we will not have snow and it will be a mm -hmm. old memory. It's true. We don't have so, snow anymore. Um, I'm sorry if I'm, I'm looking outside. I'm actually almost buried on the snow. So, <laughs> I don't even think you're in so Quebec. We just need I think to be careful else. on the prediction. If we, we just need to be careful on the prediction because a lot of people say so many things, but we don't have number. We don't have like specific, you know, um, you know, uh, 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 research on it. Like when we, we receive it, it's always like you know, wavy. We don't have like specific uh, final like. Uh, uh, Sorry, I just missed the word at the end. Like, uh, but we don't, we don't have the the real number to say. Okay, mm -hmm. it's concrete. It's there. It's coming. It's always like maybe it will happen this. <laughs> maybe that would be something else. Um, it's, it's it's never clear. No, it's always like okay, something will happen, or we don't know when, but something will happen. I'm just waiting for the next. Uh... Greta. They had David Suzuki's daughter in the 90s, and they had Greta a few years ago. We need a new teenager to tell us what to do. We're running out of time here. Do we have any paid chats to put on uh, put on the screen here? Any tough criticisms? Alexa, you are Ooh. courageous and hardworking report reporter. Rebel News is even better with you. Thank you. How do you feel, uh, Alexa? Thank you. Cry for us, uh, Alexa. I feel Cry. like... <laughs> no, but it's just... Uh... Reporting come with a price, and if if I was not there, nobody will ha knew what is going on for real in the front line. And I think I uh, I did it not for only for everybody, but I did it for myself too because I wanted to know what will happen that day. So, but thank you so much; it's very appreciated. Thank you. How's your uh, leg bruise doing? I still there. Yeah. It's uh, healing a little bit. Uh, it's still a little bit uh, painful, but I think uh, at the end of this the week, you should be okay. We need to get you hockey equipment next time you go out for that. And shout out to your team yeah. there, uh, Guillaume and Maxim Boivin, uh, Rebel News Translator. <laughs> and of course, what's, Gu what's Guillaume's last name? Should I even say it? Uh, Guillaume Roy. All right. Yes. I forgot about that. Guy Roy. Her, her, yeah. Um, we love Why? those guys. Yeah. We're pronouncing it Roy. Yeah. <laughs> we got to pronounce it as English as possible. 
Max Boyvin, no, okay. Max Boyvin, and Guillaume and William Roy, I believe. Oh, yeah, I'm betraying my people with that. Any more paid chats uh, to get to here? That's so. Frazier says, when Trudeau ended the emergency, he kept the ability of freezing your bank account with going to court. This is via Odyssey. Um, I, I don't think this should be allowed for anything, not for a Canadian citizen, but. The threshold, that's the problem. We have so many problems with determining how our laws can be implemented now, Alexa, because whoever's in power can say, this person's a terrorist, we can freeze their bank account. Who knows what the next person's going to say? Uh, where, are they going to say climate activists are terrorists next? I don't, I don't think I agree with any of it. And especially like uh, the mother that gained like middle wage uh, salary who had the children and she donated like $50 for the convoy and her bank account was froze. So you choose really the wrong person on all this story. Like, and it's your money. You donate what you want to do. It's charity. It's uh, since when we punish people to, to donate for charity at the end of the year. Nobody. Only the the freedom convoy. Mm -hmm. <laughs> there has to be some sort sort of threshold, but then you you it, it needs to be debated on. But then you can just say, well, look, the NDP and the Liberals are going to agree on everything, and and everything's going to pass anyways. It's a very tough position, and and I'm looking forward to the new government led by Alexa Lavoie of Rebel News, <laughs> whatever that's going to look like. Yeah. <laughs> you fascist. Any more? We'd be in French. <laughs> okay. Unbelievable. First language is French. Spend another $2 billion a year keeping everything in French. That's what I say. Okay, Alex, <laughs> I think we're out of time here. Anything else you want to tell people what you're working on right now so we can stay tuned for your next video? Yeah, so I'm looking of... Um, I know that a lot of people were um, thinking about the flag. You know, at the first weekend when we were at the Freedom Convoy, we saw like some picture going around social media on the Nazi swastika flag. Uh, I, so I'm investigating uh, on this and as oh, well on really? the lawsuit. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, as well on the lawsuit of 306 million that are against the supporter and some organizer uh, that the citizen of Ottawa are suing for the loss of uh, their job and the mm -hmm. loss of their um, wage. That's very cool. So the, the flag that everybody saw the first night in front of the hotel, and you're investigating that? Yeah. Well, that's fun. I can't wait to see that. I, I'm... That's going to be a good one. I don't. I wonder who it was. I'm. I'm going to be watching Alexa. Mm -hmm. Thanks for doing that. I know people have been asking <laughs> a lot. I know True North put out like a bounty to find out who that was. They couldn't find out who it was. So I hope that uh, comes out really well. Everybody, if you want to see my show with Lincoln J, that comes out this Thursday tomorrow night, uh, ad free version on Rebel News Plus. We talked about his time in Ottawa. We talk about Russia and Ukraine and a few more things. So if you want to check that out, subscribe to Rebel News Plus. At rebelnewsplus.com more Alexa every day on her Twitter what's your Twitter again Alexa the voice it's uh, the voice Alexa excuse me the voice Alexa uh, will I get exactly. tweets in French on there as well uh, yeah well, some some of my tweets is in French uh, I have no choice I try to uh, 80,000 oh my goodness wow what a superstar yeah, you are <laughs> I am I'm getting crushed yeah, over here. I knew it.
Don't cry, please. <laughs> I cry every night. Nothing will change that, okay? Ah, uh, sorry. I cry uh... in St. Hubert sauce for you. <laughs> My favorite sauce. What? Thank you, everybody, Saint for Hubert. watching. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm True. saying it in English. St. Hubert. Huh? Say that. I need yeah. to give you some. You do. You owe me at least three cans of that. I was promised. Oh, yes. Yeah. A care package, <laughs> a St. Hubert sauce, Joe Louie, and um, I don't know what else. Pepsis. But don't forget, <laughs> now you cannot call it poutine. You need to call it French fries, cheese, and grease. <laughs> yeah, you can't call it that anymore. <laughs> and it has to have a Ukrainian flag on the side of it. Thanks, everybody, for watching. <laughs> Thanks everybody for watching. Alexa Lavoie, follow us on Twitter. I'm at Andrew Says TV. Have a great day. Thanks for the paid chats. RebelNewsPlus.com for my show. See you. Remember, Bye. the world's gonna end in 18 years. 18 years. 18 years. Oh my god. Bye, Alexa. Bye-bye. Manitoba, Alberta, Ontario, and Nova Scotia, they've all lifted their vaccine mandates and other safe to do so and they care about mental health and their economies. Here at the federal level we have a liberal government that is dragging their knuckles because they become so backwards and regressive in their thinking when it comes to the need for restrictions. When will the liberals come out of the dark ages and see that vaccine mandates are so yesterday? When are they going to remove side of the house we ground our decisions in science uh, we continue uh, to believe uh, that keeping Canadians safe is extremely important but I will highlight that Canada has made significant movements uh, on restrictions of the borders uh, to enable for more Canadians to travel uh, safely and less onerously when they come home we will continue to look carefully at what more measures uh, we can uh, lift or move forward on to ensure that Canadians uh, continue uh, to be safe while getting back to the things we love. Uh, Canadians expect their governments to keep them safe. That's exactly what we're doing. Here, here.